baby. It's your boy Westwood. We're doing our real right tonight. Pay attention to this record. It's going to be important. Peppa Pig World. Uh, uh, and Peppa Pig World. Uh, 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 Peppa Pig World. Uh, 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 I just want to be absolutely clear about this. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Genius, don't you? Damn, that's the way it goes down. Thank you very much for your kind attention. Previously on the David Eagle podcast. I've been intimate with a woman. <laughs> a very profane, ill-advised Chas and Dave song. Is it weird to have a poo in the afternoon? <laughs> The coffee heads on the stereo. Things are getting steamy. Papaya, don't preach. The world is ending. What the hell is this? It's the David Eagle podcast. <laughs> yes, it's me, David Eagle. <laughs> Although you wouldn't think it to hear that, actually. I just no. realised while listening to it, you weren't even featured in it. I was just thinking, you're going to be away a lot over the coming month because you're quite busy with work. And if I'm missing you at all, I could just play that in the background and it'd be quite similar to what one of our days are with you just making weird noises as you're going about your business going about my business <laughs> <laughs> is it weird to have a poo in the afternoon those are the kind of questions we answer those some of the i mean that question is the kind of question that you could expect maybe to crop up on your duolingo app because you're oh, learning Swedish, aren't you? Weird things. And yeah. I, I think it does it deliberately, doesn't it? It comes up with odd phrases, yeah. incongruous phrases. That's meant to mean that it sort of entrenches itself in your memory more or something. I don't know if you remember any particular ones. The favourite one that I remember was, why is there a Norwegian architect in my bed? Yes. I um, wonder if anyone's found a need for that. Maybe they've got back to their hotel. Something has been a mix-up with the room. They don't know what's going on. Well, I've just found one that I did a screenshot of and the translation of the sentence was, my family does not respect me. And I wonder if that's because they've listened to this podcast. In Papa Serut, some tourist. Your well, dad, say no more. Your dad looks like a tourist. <laughs> my, my reason, Ellie, I didn't mean to. It wasn't like a, a misogynistic act filtering you out, by oh, the way. Good. Uh, although now I'm thinking about it, I do feel maybe we need to redress the balance, obviously, because now we've got female role models left, right, and centre. You know, the Doctor Who is now a woman. And I yeah. worry that if there's too much female representation in podcasts, yeah. then where are the males going to go? And the next thing you know, the adolescent males will stick on their podcasts. I think, oh, there's no one who speaks for me. There's no male representation. The next thing they know, they'll stick on a Cray Twins documentary and then they'll, they'll be plunged into a life of crime. So I, I almost feel that that previously on the David Eagle podcast section was my little bit for society and reducing yeah, crime. Well so thank Thanks you very much. We were doing our singing weekend that we run with my folk band, The Young'uns. One of our singing weekenders was chatting to Ellie. That's one of the, the things that we put on, especially. <laughs> Everyone gets uh, five <laughs> minutes with Ellie. Whether um, they want it or not. And you were mentioning the podcast and said, oh, I've not got round to listening to the podcast yet. What kind of things is on it? And you mentioned, the first thing you mentioned was, oh, well, we've got this feature animal penis fact. She's like, oh, I'll definitely listen. I'll definitely <laughs> listen. She was very excited. She said, I'm a biology teacher. 
So I'd like to think maybe that she would play some of the podcast to her students. <laughs> she said, do you know which animal's got the largest penis relative to its body size? And I said, yes, I know that. We've covered it on the podcast. Which, of course, listeners, is the barnacle. Yeah. That's right. I'm sure listeners will remember that. Anyway, Animal Penis Fact of the Week, of course, will be coming up this week. But it's not just penises coming up. Uh, <laughs> on the podcast there is more to the podcast than that not much more but a little bit more it's the return of spammer time uh, we've received a very it's it's not a penis we are focusing on a, a different aspect of genitalia in this week's spammer time also Ellie Skinner has put her hand into my big box and she's pulled out a cassette and we'll find out what's on that cassette in this week's cassette roulette and I've got a little bit of a spontaneous quiz Ellie, for the listener. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the David Eagle Podcast with me, David Eagle. And me, Ellie Skinner. But there'll be lots of me. Don't don't go out and commit any crimes now. (laughs) Come on, put that DVD down, Nigel. (laughs) Are there any teenagers called Nigel? Oh, I don't know. I think that's a Duolingo phrase, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, mm. Actually, there was a really good one that um, translated as the fairy tale is about two hedgehogs and a bar of soap. What? Two hedgehogs and a bar of soap? Yeah. That's got to be the title of this podcast, surely. The fairy tale is about two hedgehogs and a bar of soap. I mean, if someone could write that for us, that would be lovely, and we could read it out on the podcast as like a dramatic piece. Yeah, it does sound like, like it could be like an Aesop's fable. Yeah. Two hedgehogs and a bar of soap. Well, I got a bit of a surprise the other day when you came back from a gig. Did you? Yeah, well, I'd been in all night on my own. I'd gone to bed listening to a podcast. Not a Norwegian architect? (laughs) I'd fallen asleep and it was still going and you'd got home quite late and I woke up and there was this figure just sort of looming over the bed, a bit like Nosferatu. (laughs) It was you trying to come and switch off my podcast. But instead of like being shocked or surprised that there was a man in the room and I'd just woken up, I'd just started laughing at you. Imagine if it wasn't me. <laughs> and I That's just probably woke up quite, and laughed. That would probably be quite a good way of dealing with it because the burglar would see someone laughing demonically. <laughs> and uh, well, we all, and we all know you all laugh as well. Maybe just in the dark, it wouldn't be able to see that it was a woman. He'd just hear and he'd go, bloody hell, it's the ghost of Boise. <laughs> and he'd run out. <laughs> Or maybe it's Boise's wife, uh, the ghost of Boise's wife, the spectoral Boise, which of course would be uh, Jacob Marlene. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So last week we were saying that Amore had messaged me about Chris McCausland, the blind comedian, being on Live at the Apollo, and I hadn't brought myself to listen to it. I still haven't. But the reason she said she sent me it is because he did a thing about audio description, an audio-described porn. And obviously this is something that we have, honestly, we've touched upon. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I never touched upon it before it was audio-described, but now. But obviously I've, I've never... I was going to say, come, again, I'm, I'm inadvertently doing... <laughs> Sort of smut here. I didn't. I've never come across. You don't want to say you've covered it either. No, but so I don't. Well, but, but indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so I have not listened to that. But obviously, it was something that we have mentioned on the podcast because of our time listening to the Crown and a rather erotic scene with Princess Margaret. <laughs> and I think that'll probably be in our little highlights package that we'll do at the end of the year, How so could you it can not be? enjoy listening to that. But. Uh, 
I don't know what Chris McCausland has said, so I still haven't listened to it, but as I say, it's inevitable that he's going to start covering the same subjects as I am. Although I believe nowadays important, you know, it is important that you cover your subject um, <laughs> and they make sure that that is done for all sorts of reasons. Okay. Other communication that we had last week, we were talking about Mark Watson, not the comedian, but the Colchester brewer who had donated to the podcast. And we read out a little piece about his brewery, unasked for. We've not heard from him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's helped. (laughs) But one person we have heard from is Sean. He messaged us on Twitter. Yeah. While listening to your latest show, I heard the name Mark Watson and wondered if it was the Mark Watson I know. And it was. I can assure you his beer is very good. I'm sure I could get some of his beers up to you sometime. Well, excellent. Another thing that we did on our singing weekend is we did a quiz. Yes. And we've done this before on the Young'uns podcast where we've played clips of our quiz because what we like to do is we like to act out various scenes from films and television shows. So I thought that maybe, Ellie, we could play them. One of the questions that I asked where we acted out a scene from a film. Now, it's a very obscure film. It's an old film. But I thought maybe if we played the clip. So it's me and Sean acting out a scene from a film. A film that we've never actually watched. We've only seen the trail, but just by the trail alone is an absolutely brilliant thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to play the trail to that film at the end. We'll reveal the answer. We'll do that at the end of the podcast. But before this, let's hear the scene that we are acting out and see if you can work out what this film might be. Here we go then. This is from a film. Are you the not the first time Sean's had to say that to me, but here's another story. Come with me. Be my love. Ned, please don't. We <laughs> <laughs> made love in this pool, remember? No! And you loved it. <laughs> I loved it. You loved it, Charlie. saying hello. One hour before that, you were in bed with me. I put that smile on your face, you damned hypocrite. (laughs) There we are. I am haunted by you just going, you loved it. (laughs) Repeatedly, because I've seen that three times at three singing weekends. And just you, you really seem to be enjoying the acting with the, you loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that line. Such a funny line, though. We made love in this pool, remember? And you loved it. You loved it, Shirley. You loved it. (laughs) Such a great uh, film trail. Anyway, we're going to play that towards the end, see if you can work out what it is. I might give you another little clue in the middle of the podcast. But right now... Spammer time! Well, I thought that we really had to do this one simply because of the title of the email. And it's one of those... I mean, people are going to be disappointed when they hear what the title is when I say this, (laughs) but it's one of those that the actual email doesn't really showcase what the title of the email (laughs) promises. So this is from a person called Attila Oslo. Oslo, maybe. Yeah. Is Attila an architect? (laughs) And as you'll find out from this email, very much would like to be in your bed. (laughs) The email title. (laughs) Okay, 
The email title is the alphabet on my clitoris. So the I mean, <laughs> it sounds a bit uh, CD to me. Uh, it sounds a bit CD. I was trying to think of uh, what we could do if we could do anything with AB, <laughs> but I couldn't think of anything for that. So the email, are you happy? Just tell me because I come to you as soon as you feel you want me. I'm unemployed and just at home. I will be your love friend if you need one. I can pick you up after job with my car or where you want me to go. What we agree on. In any case, I'm almost never on this mail, so try contacting me on this cheating online site. (laughs) Then you can also see what I look like. I also have hot pictures. I hope you like them. The sooner we can agree on something, the better. I feel I need that closeness now. I don't want to wait long, so hear from you. Hug. Attila (laughs) Oslo. I mean, they've really reeled us in with the title of the email. I just wonder why they decided the title. The other email is Mr. Richard Wall is the title. Dear Sir, Madam, with all due respect... With all who? Drew Respect, is he? Is, is that his colleague? <laughs> I've just said it wrong. <laughs> all right, OK. With all due respect, my name is Richard Wall, or one word. And that I- is very odd. <laughs> because when you say with all due respect, it's normally when you're about to insult someone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit or disagree with them. An attorney by profession. In my quest to find a reliable trustee... An attorney by profession, as if like people are just are more hobby. of a hobbyist attorney. <laughs> a dabble. <laughs> a dilettant <laughs> ha- a- attorney. In my quest to find a reliable trustee to manage the assets slash estate of my late client, valued at 15 million US dollars, I decided to write this proposal, hoping to have a profitable business relationship with you. I should be willing to supply you with more detailed information concerning this business upon hearing from you. I have no intention whatsoever of interfering with your private life. (laughs) (laughs) Private life. (laughs) The alphabet on my clitoris. (laughs) Interfering with your privates. I have no intention whatsoever of interfering with your private life considering the fact that you've never had any communication with me in the past. Due to the nature of this business and by law, I cannot assume the role of a trustee or appoint any of my relation to become the trustee by virtue of the facts and circumstances surrounding this project, I am left with no other choice but to carry out a careful search for a reputable person outside the shores of my country in the United Kingdom. What? (laughs) That is ridiculous. We are in the United Kingdom. (laughs) So this person has done a search and he's failed on the one thing. Thank you very much, Richard and Attila. It's time for us to stop. Spam time. time. (laughs) (laughs) on it yet but then we press play we'll hear what we get it's time to play a game we call cassette roulette on this particular cassette is some stuff from the radio. Uh, the first clip is from Radio 1. It's in the top 40. Uh, I am going to challenge you, you Ellie, now. Do I need to take notes for anything? You might want to make a little quick okay. note. I'm just going to play all of this through. Basically, what I've done is it's, uh, the rundown from 20 to 10 for a, for a bonus point, which is a bit strange to say for a bonus point when it's the first thing that I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, normally you do at the end. But the bonus point, what 
year is this countdown taken from? Uh, but also, I wonder if you can tell me the name of the artists involved. Okay. So what you're going to hear is you're going to hear Mark Goodyear giving the names of the songs. Okay. You'll hear a little bit of the music underneath as well. But when it comes to the artist, I have reversed oh. the artists. So I'm going to play it all through now, okay. and then we can go through each one and see if you know what's going on. And of I course, listeners... I wish I had a pen rather than just my phone to take notes on. Feel free to get a pen if you like, I'm going to take this seriously. Ellie's going to go and get a pen. get a pen and a notebook, maybe. And while she does that, I'll give the listeners a little bit of a clue as to the film that we're talking about. Come with me. Be my love. Then please don't. (laughs) (laughs) We made love in this pool, remember? No! And you loved it. I loved it. You loved it, Charlie. And my second clue now is it's a film that involves Burt Lancaster. Okay, so a film involving Burt Lancaster. We'll get the answer to that, but now back to this quiz. So basically, Ali, as I say, you're going to hear the countdown. Yeah. You are going to hear Mark Goodyear saying the name of the song. You're going to hear a bit of the music underneath as well. And let's see. I don't know what we're going to call this quiz. Maybe I could. we could call it, Have You Got a Goodyear? Oh. Yes. Maybe we could call it Marks Out of Ten. Oh. Because there's ten things. Okay. Uh, ah. Something like that. Are people encouraged to play along at home? Of course. <laughs> That'd be very weird. And whatever you do, listeners, do not, do not play, play along at home. Okay, this, this is, is not a pop master situation. Oh, talking of Ken Bruce, always on. I mean, it must happen every single day. It's the same joke <laughs> when it's someone's birthday. Oh, yeah. And this is every day. He'll go, oh, there's a. I say, I always get Terry Wogan and Ken Bruce. Let me see if I can. There's a Ken Bruce. Ken Bruce, BBC Radio 2, 88 to 91 FM. Radio 2 from the BBC. We've got a message in here from uh, the husband of Gladys. Gladys, if you're listening, he'd like to say happy birthday. I won't say her age, but let's just say it's a significant birthday. (laughs) Uh, It's very tactful of you there not to say her age. (laughs) You know, and he'll always do something like that. The joke basically is, oh, never say a woman's age or never say a person's age. But it's every day there's someone's birthday and he never seems to get tired of the same joke. He never goes, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. And you don't look a day over 69. Yeah, he'll sometimes do that. He'll do that. So she's 70 then. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, happy birthday to uh, Brenda. Husband says he's not going to say how old she is, but let's just say she was born in 1953. <laughs> uh, we'll let you do the work he's out there. Very tactfully done there, Pat. You know, like, you know, there's always a little joke. Oh, we're not going to say how old she is, but let's just say the Prime Minister of England at the time was, you know, it's like, that's just a little thought. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And our new feature, <laughs> Just a, little a Little Thought. thought. <laughs> Just a Little Thought of the Week. Now, I'm hoping yeah. that I'm not going to play the actual reveal here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. The official UK Top 40. It's OK and Good Morning Sunshine. My is Neilis and Elekar, I'm your angel. 18. Zmela, we've got no regrets. 17. Erekar and Lizzie, when you believe. When you believe. 
16. Yep, this yep. Always have, always will. 15. Good night, yes. Cruise into Christmas. 14. Up and down, it's zooming ever. 13. Here's the hard knock life. She wants you. Eileen. Eileen. Big, big world. Oh. oh, okay. Do I get a second? Round? I'd say some of those are made easy by reversing it. And so, yeah, some of the easier to understand when reversed. I'd say 12 and 11 are particularly easy when you listen to the, the reverse because it's oh. sad. The trouble was, I was thinking about what the song was and who did the song and trying to remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's yeah, the main way yeah, of doing yeah, yeah. it. So this time round, what we'll do is we'll go through each one and we'll see if you have an idea of who it is. Okay. Okay, here we go. 20. It's Ocat and Good Morning Sunshine. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever heard that song before. Okay. Well, we'll come back to that. It'll be revealed. But we know now that Ellie is not getting <laughs> all full 11 marks. All right. <laughs> but does she have a good ear? She hasn't got uh, a great ear. Well, let's find out as we continue. 19. I'm your angel. ideas for this one. Oh, oh, right. Is it? No. Oh, is it Ricky Martin and Christina Anquilera? Oh No, it's not, is it? We'll find out shortly. Oh. we've got no regrets. Seven. Now, well, surely. Robbie that Williams. One. Yeah. Ten. Okay, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll see if you're right, Ellie. <laughs> we've got no regrets. 17. You're right. I'll give you a little clue for the last one for 18. Okay. One of the artists in that song. Oh, for 19. Um, 19, yeah. One of the uh, people. So that suggests I'm not right. <laughs> one of the people, I didn't say you are, okay. you weren't right. <laughs> or even that you were right for the, the number 18. One of the artists should have regrets. 19. I'm your angel. One of them should have regrets. One artist, one of the artists collaborating in, in that particular song should have regrets. Well, that I don't know what that is. Now, when you believe. Is that Mariah Carey? We'll find out. Always have, always will. Ace of Bass. We'll find out. Right. Jane McDonald. Okay. We'll see. Up and down. It's Zilbing Ever. Do you remember who did that? No, I've written hot and juicy. Okay. I don't know if that's a band. Um, it feels like. Or is that just it, how you're feeling most, right now? I don't want to know about your private parts. <laughs> oh dear. Up and down. Who did up and down? Yes, yes. Hard knock life. That's Jay Z. Twelve. She wants you. Yearly. Now that reversed yep. where he said it should help. Life. If you don't know, that, even if you don't get the song. Twelve. She wants you. Eleven. And that as well, I think. Big, big world. Okay. I don't know that that is helpful. I mean, I think it is, but I because yeah. I've heard it forwards, I know who it is. I think I would have got. I'll tell you which ones I would have got when we hear them shortly. Uh, okay. Okay. It's time to do the reveal. So, oh, do I need to do the year yet? Or, no. Oh yeah. Okay. What year do you think this is from then? 
Um, oh, when was Jet? 98. No, it's not. Are you going for 98? Um, 2001. I don't know. Which one are you going for? 2001. You should have gone oh. for 98. <laughs> you should have gone. <laughs> That's the first swear oh. on the vote, guess. This week. Okay, the market is explicit I now. Don't think I, mean, it I, have is. To have, I think I went we've shit. Done alphabet the... on your clitoris. I think That's we probably true. have to admit it. It's, it's explicit. Let's Damn. have the reveal now. Right. 20. It's Aqua and Good Morning Sunshine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've okay. never heard that before in my life. I wouldn't have got that one either. No. So if I'm being honest, I'm on zero at the I moment mean, as well. I'm just ticking Robbie Williams already because okay. I know that's right. Celine Dion and R. Kelly, I'm your angel. Uh, okay. Yeah, hence the regrets yeah, line. Yeah. Fair enough. Celine Dion, but, she should regret uh, some of those songs she did. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have got that either. Okay. So we're both on zero at the moment. Yeah. Robbie Williams, no regrets. I would have got that as well. Yeah. So now we're both on one point. 17. Mariah Carey and Whitney yes. Houston, yeah. When You Believe. Oh, I would not. Does it matter that I didn't oh, get yeah, Whitney? Oh, you didn't get Whitney Houston. Because I'll let you. Because that clip was just Mariah. I'll let you go with that. Okay, and do you know what film that's from? No. It's from the animated film The Prince of Egypt. I wouldn't have got Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston there, so now it's 2 1 to you, Ellie. 16. Ace of Base, always yes. have, yeah. always will. And I would have got that as yeah. well. So 3 2 to yeah. Ellie Skinner at the moment. 15. Jane McDonald yeah. cruise into Christmas. I would not have got that. Do you know why I got that? Just because it's cruise. And she used, she was made famous on the TV programme The Cruise and then just does programmes about cruises. I know nothing about that. So, and well done. Four points. So four points, Juice. You'll be I mean, winning 4-2 now. Yeah, but it's going to go downhill from here. We'll see. Up and down, it's the Venga Boys. Oh, I would have got Venga the Venga Boys. Because oh, it's, of course, in the latest The David Eagle, David Eagle's Pick and Mix, which yeah. you can listen to on the David Eagle's Pick and Mix page on the website, davideagle.co.uk, or on the podcast. Mm. Latest volume, volume four, Pop Goes the Eagle. 13. Jay-Z, Hard yeah. Knock Live. I'd have got that. So it was 4-3, because I got that. I you got also five. got that, so it's 5-3. Yeah. So it's all to play for here with the last two. She Wants You, Billy. Oh! Billy, and the reason is because the backwards went Yelib. Uh, so I thought, oh, you'll, even if you don't know that, you'll get Yelib. Well, I was thought, I was thinking it sounded like Louise backwards a bit because there was an E and an L. But I know that that's not a Louise song because I have all of Louise's Louise solo albums. Did you making me naked? She did. Yeah, I, I don't know that I should admit to you, but I have. Louise's solo album. I'd like to hear. Well, it's a bit too late now. He's dead. <laughs> I'd like to hear Leonard Cohen do a version of that. <laughs> Are you making me feel naked? Undressing me with those eyes. It does sound very much like a Lou Reed or a it does. a Leonard Cohen cover could be mm. good. Or even a what about a Dylan Johnny cover? Johnny Cash. Oh yeah. What about a Dylan cover though? Yeah. Well, it's still uh, time for that. You're making me naked. <laughs> Undressing me with those eyes, you make me feel naked. Oh, I am the time. Anyway, <laughs> Emilia, big big world. Uh, there we go. Big, big 
So I'd have got that. You didn't. No. I still think so you would have won. Five. five, four, is it? What? Well, because you would have got, got Billy. Mm, I'm not sure I would have got Billy. Okay. So I'd have five, four. Okay. I would have got the year, though, so that would have took us to five, five. Yeah. So we would have drawn. And if I'd just stuck to my guns, I, I would have won. You'd have won. Damn it. There we go. Uh, I like that. Can we do another one? I've only got that one. If we find another if we one find somewhere. Another one. <laughs> I will have other countdowns. Also, this is a very interesting little bit at the end here. Delia, no other chart is based on the records you buy and nothing else. Which is true, and that is a big controversy in a way because Mm. the rival to Radio 1's chart, the official chart, was the Pepsi Network chart. Yeah. And that was so stupid because that was based on... Because they couldn't do it based on record sales. They had official access to the top 10 because for some reason that was granted, but they didn't have access to the top 40. Oh. So they couldn't do the right songs for 40 to 11. That's so essentially weird. they just made up a chart. It was, <laughs> And basically they said... And it said in the jingle, proudly said on the jingles, it said uh, the chart comprised of record sales and airplay ah. on commercial radio. The problem is, it was a syndicated chart show on commercial radio. <laughs> so basically what it was saying is, oh, some of it's based on record sales, but we've also taken into account the, the airplay. What we play. But it's what they play. So they <laughs> essentially just decide the charts. So the whole thing is just decided by them. <laughs> it's like when TalkSpot didn't have the, um, they didn't have the right to cover the World Cup or something. Mm. So they weren't allowed to go to the game, or maybe they just couldn't afford to do it. So they didn't go to the game. Game, but they were allowed to commentate on the game. <laughs> so what they did is they just had piped sound effects of the crowd. I don't know how it worked, <laughs> but the way they announced it with absolute pride was something like, we'll be there every step of the way watching on the television with piped sound effects of crowd noise. <laughs> and like, <laughs> but with a voiceover, just doing it like it was something to be proud of. Well, we're sticking with quizzes, Ellie. Oh, because good. now we do had... I get to do another one? I think this quiz you'll find particularly easy. Okay. However, this is a quiz for the people of Teesside. They're doing a quiz, a late-night yeah. quiz on TFM. We're going to hear the questions to see how you would do, Ellie. Okay. I think you'd probably do very well. Oh. I certainly did. Yeah. Let's find out how the listeners get on. <laughs> Let me start with a pretty easy question. Your first question tonight, Mark. What is a black box? What would you say to that, Ellie? What is the flight recorder on a plane it holds all the details in case there's an accident so they can see what's happened indeed what is a black box yeah what's that the <laughs> mark it's easy okay think about it what is a black box what is the black and it's box? not the group it's in a what it's not the pop group it's neither not the black, it's not the pop group no what is a black box Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh look, 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 I know, look, I'll give you a clue, Ooh, all right? Right. Newcastle, Gatwick and Heathrow. Newcastle, Gatwick and Heathrow, an aeroplane. Yeah, but what does it do? Fly. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you've got us off to a great start tonight. Um, you're wrong, man. <laughs> you're wrong. It's a flight recorder in an aircraft. Oh, it's one of them trick questions. It, it's it? not a trick question. It's <laughs> <laughs> trick question. It's a trick question. <laughs> question. Joanne. Hi, yeah. Hello. Did Hi. you know what a black box was? Um, no. Oh, we're in for a great oh, night tonight, then. Okay. What did 
Edwin Buzz Aldrin achieve on July the 21st, 1969? Do you know that one, Ellie? He was the second man on the moon. I'm also thinking this was 1998. I was 14 and I'd still be able yes. to answer these. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It wasn't an Oscar, was it? A what? An Oscar or something. <laughs> 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 oh, don't be funny, I don't. <laughs> no, Edwin Ald Aldrin did not achieve an Oscar on July the 21st, 1969. <laughs> I am... Although many people said it was staged. <laughs> uh, it was a television old trick, so maybe. Maybe that's actually quite a cutting remark from her there. Tyrone. All right. Now then, how are you doing? Not bad, my I'm now then, nervous. You, you're nervous? Mm -hmm. How confident are you? Whoa, not very confident. Did you know what a black box was? <laughs> no, I'm not... I don't know. <laughs> In the television comedy series Open All Hours, yeah. who played Arkwright? Do you know this one, Ellie? Uh, Ronnie Barker. Yep. <laughs> again, I got that straight <laughs> away as well. And again, at You'd have got the it when you were 14. 14. Yeah. Why that question? <laughs> I'll give you a little bit more time. Can you give me a clue? Part of a famous comedy duo he was. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh no, come on. Honest, I don't. Oh, really, I told you I'm porridge. not very good. Yeah, think of think porridge. porridge. Think of porridge. Porridge? Yeah. Mum, name the famous person in porridge. <laughs> Is it Dr. Orty? <laughs> <laughs> She's In the television comedy series Open <laughs> All Hours, who played Arkwright? Mum, who played Arkwright? In porridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in porridge, Tyrone. Dear me! This is going to be a great <laughs> night, this tonight. I don't know. She, she doesn't know. She doesn't know? No, I don't know. Is it Jack um, Armstrong? No. Who? Jack. Just giving any name. <laughs> Jack, Jack Armstrong. Armstrong. Oh, maybe he's um, thinking Armstrong and Miller. But are they, are they around really? yet? I don't know. I don't think. Yet, if you they? don't know Ronnie Barker... Yeah. You're not going to know. You're not going to know Armstrong no, and Miller. The two Ronnies wasn't on telly then. Actually, yeah, Armstrong and Miller probably wasn't on telly for another three or four years. And but he's not called Jack, is he? No, is Alexander. Is him out with yeah. um, Mrs. Dalfire? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, what's your name? I can't remember. Nelly. Nelly, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's great. <laughs> He's trying not to do a quiz. He doesn't even know the name of the tea the radio presenters. <laughs> Same question to you. Right. Are you with Daisy? Who composed the music for West Side Story? You'll know this one, surely, Ellie. I do. It's Leonard Bernstein. Bernstein. Oh. So get, she's getting so desperate now that she's now whispering the answer to the, the person ringing up because no one's got anything right yet. Who composed the music for West Side Story? Bernstein. Oh. <laughs> Can you repeat the question again? Pardon? Can you repeat the question again? Yeah. Please. Who composed the music for West Side Story? Bernstein. Hey. Bernstein. Ten to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Ten to nine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Put your hearing in. Oh, look, I'll get, look, I'll give you it. Leonard Bernstein, right? <laughs> there. <laughs> no one's got anything right, so now he's just like, right, I'll give you it. <laughs> in 1932, where was the famous Harbour Give Bridge me a opened? I resign. I'm going home. I resign. Have you any ideas on that one? Well, I've got two ideas. But... So, the, this, the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> Would it be Sydney? <laughs> um, I resign. Have you any ideas on that one? Well, I've got two ideas. But... Well, pick one. Uh, Edinburgh. <laughs> no, Glasgow. <laughs> oh, what am I saying? <laughs> 
So he says, what am I saying? So maybe he's realised now. He's, he's, what am I saying, he says. So he's, maybe he's, he's suddenly realised, what am I saying? Of course saying? not, of course. it's Newcastle, isn't it? <laughs> no, Glasgow. Oh, what am I saying? Glasgow. <laughs> I love the way he says Glasgow with a laugh. Of course, it's not it's Edinburgh. Down Glasgow, down. goes. In 1932, where was a famous harbour bridge opened? Oh, I'm going to say, I don't know. I, it's London. in Blooming Australia. Just yeah, it's in Australia. Oh, it's in Australia? Uh-huh. Right, yeah. Um, right, yeah. He also makes a lovely cup of tea. Uh, Sydney. Sydney! Oh, yeah, yes, it, it. I was wondering about, what's the okay, cup of tea Okay, so that's line? the PG Tips tea men. One of the characters was Sydney, and he was the one who had to make the teas for all the others. Ah, uh, okay. There we go. Oh, so we've got no more. I want to show that I'm better than the people of Teesside. That's no Ellie versus Teesside. Teesside. Uh, that's a quiz on... I mean, that. It's not <laughs> the best advert for Teesside there, but... That was 1998. That was before levelling up started to happen. <laughs> Things are different now. Do you know what would be quite good if we rang up some of the, the people of Teesside just randomly and asked them the same five questions and saw if they could do it 23 years later? The only phone call we've ever made, I think, on the podcast, it's not to a guest, yeah. was when we had that answer machine message that we found from like 95 or something yeah. wherever it was from it was a girl a teenage girl asking if he was still, he going, was still out going out with, with her friend and give him a call and we tried calling the both numbers that she gave on the answer phone but we never got through wouldn't it be wonderful Ellie yeah. I don't want to say anything, but wouldn't it be wonderful if I had managed to get through but we thought let's save it for the Christmas episode next oh. week that would, it be would be a treat. It's a shame that it's not the case, bro. This is getting exciting there. Wouldn't that be brilliant, though? No. Uh, it could be a cat or a rat or a bat or a frog or a hog or a monkey. It might have a penis as bulbous and fat or a long one or short one or chunky. An eagle, a weasel, a snake or a shark with a member that's slender or glows in the dark. It might have a willy that looks rather silly or bent and misshapen and wonky. If we were on the radio, this feature might get us sacked. But now it's time for Ellie Skinner's weekly animal penis fact. This is the part of the podcast where I hand over the reins to Ellie Skinner. It's a bit of a nostalgic thing because we got rid of the horse but we kept the reins, didn't we? <laughs> For those people who don't know what we're talking about, we used to have a horse on the podcast. We used yeah. to have a producer as well. Yeah, what happened to him? I think he made off with the money. I think that was his plan. He thought, 50 pence a month, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm off, he thought. <laughs> I can leave off that. Uh, anyway. I was looking up kangaroo penises and then I saw a fact that made me go... Bugger the kangaroo. Bugger the kangaroo. (laughs) My goodness. No wonder he's a bit jumpy. I have a respectable real job, you know. (laughs) Anyway, we're not going to cover the kangaroo. (laughs) We're going to go on to another Australian animal, another Australian mammal, and that is the echidna. Very small little creature, and it's, along with the platypus, it's one of the only two living monotremes, I've probably said that wrong, which is a mammal that doesn't give birth to live young, it lays eggs. The first sentence of this article on The Guardian that's only five months old just stopped me, and I thought Proving this is where we need to Proving that we go. are with the zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> so, the penis of an echidna has four heads, but only two become erect at any one time. Wow. Yeah. So... 
So that's why the kangaroo went that's out the window. That's what two become one is all about from the Spice Girls. <laughs> Scientists discovered the mammal has unusual reproductive anatomy that causes male echidnas to ejaculate from only two of their four penile heads at one time. Male echidnas have no scrotum and store their penis internally when not using it. The spongy tissue of the penis becomes erect when filled with blood was separated by a septum, so they have two distinct halves. So what's the reason for that then? Because a female echidna has a two-channel vagina. Hmm. So it can use two and then it can go off and with another mate one. with another one quite soon. They said the research was motivated by the behaviour of an echidna at the wildlife sanctuary who'd been observed at alternating the use of his PNR heads up to ten times in a row. Wow. And then a sentence that I was concerned about. There are similarities between echidnas and platypuses which have two-headed penises covered with spines. Spines? Yeah. So they've got slightly spiny penises, the platypus. As you can imagine, this took me on a slightly odd Google search which ended up with a National Geographic article from 2011. Men have lost the DNA code that once made human penises spiny. Oh, wow. So penile spines, which are still present in several modern animals, are usually small biobs of keratin, a type of hard tissue, a bit like your fingernails, that line the outside of the organ. The prehistoric male enhancement existed in the common ancestor of chimpanzees and humans, which lived about six million years ago. But the penile spine enhancer code disappeared from human genes before our time. But, yeah, I didn't know that humanoids once had a spiny penis. Spiny penis. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, if people want a a Christmas bonus... Christmas bonus. (laughs) Animal Christmas bonus. Then we can go to another mammal, the dolphin, if you'd like a... I don't think that's... Do you want to hold that off for another day? Oh, hold the dolphin off (laughs) for another day. Did you like your facts, though? Did I like... Did I like to me facts? (laughs) I did indeed. Thank you, Ellie. Ellie Skinner's weekly animal penis fact. Before we go, Ellie, it's time to reveal the answer to the film. So we'll give you the answer to that. And we're going to end with the, uh, the trail of this film as well. Absolutely brilliant. So... Do we need to play your clip in again? I'll play the clip in again, just so listeners can remember. Come with me. Be my love. Ned, please don't. (laughs) And the clue was featuring Bert Lancaster. Maybe uh, look up some facts about it, Ellie. Okay. Okay, so this is a film from... Well, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Ellie, while we're waiting for that, let's see how things are getting on with the side quiz. What is the capital of Australia? Um, Vienna. <laughs> no, it's not Vienna. What? <laughs> Sydney. What? Sydney. Right. <laughs> what is the capital of Australia? Sydney. Wrong. Is it not? No, and it's not Vienna. All right. <laughs> I think what? we all know. I want some more of their quizzes. I don't, unfortunately. Aww. The tape, I've only got little bits of the things on the tape. Oh. Um, my sister's messaging us. 
Oh, so your last couple of weeks ago on the podcast, the question your sister was saying is, is it weird to have a poo in the afternoon? Yeah. Is there anything particularly interesting? Uh, she's just said... Um, well, also, she's messaged before about your dad's models being on the Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, and today she's asking if you do gigs for Lone Wolf Comedy. They do gigs in Weedon near us. The comedians the other day were good. Mm. Esther Someone and Jared Christmas. Ah, oh, Jared Christmas, wonderful. Yeah. Esther Someone, lovely. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, uh, Lone Wolf Comedy. I've not come across Lone Wolf Comedy before. I'm, anyway. So this film... I'm, yes, I'm, Canberra, by the way, is the answer. Just in case anyone is on tenor. Yeah. I'm assuming you all know that. I'm even more intrigued That's not the answer no, to no, no. what the film's called. No. Um, That's the capital of Australia. The film is called The Swimmer. Indeed. And it's from 1968. Yes. And it's described on Wikipedia as a surreal drama film starring Burt Lancaster. But I thought it would be a younger Burt Lancaster. He oh. was 55 when he made wow. this film. Because I was imagining it... Because the idea of this film is that he's a bit of a Lothario, Burt Lancaster. So you would think he was younger than 55, certainly playing someone younger than 55. And the idea is, as you'll hear about it from the trail, which we'll fade out with... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading the description of the film. Okay, oh, well, maybe that would be better if... My description would be he is a a spirited Lothario who has discovered that there is a trail of swimming pools from where he currently is going Mm. back to his house. And what he decides to do is basically swim home. But on his way, he has many of an, an adventure and meets many a pretty young maiden along the way. And he has dalliances with those women. Hence why you hear the whole thing where he says, we made love in this pool, remember? And you loved it, Shirley. Obviously, you heard the clip of me saying, an hour before that, you were in bed with me. I put that smile on your face, you damned hypocrite. And that was obviously because he was cheating on it because he was just basically just sleeping with women in swimming pools and waterbeds and all sorts of things. So that would be my description. What's your... Well, what does a, it say it on Wikipedia? It is a Wikipedia? very long description, but um, he encounters other neighbours. He meets 20-year-old Julie, who used to babysit his daughters. Um, oh, my God, so he is yeah. like that age. Yeah, and he's, yeah, 55. So he's 55, I think. he's meeting all these people and sleeping with them, but they're like 35 years old, younger than him. They're well, in Shirley's backyard. And this oh, is God. <laughs> really? A stage actress he had an affair with several years earlier. I didn't know that much detail. <laughs> His warm memories of their time together contrast with and her... her warm memories. <laughs> experience <laughs> of being the other woman. And at the end, skies darken, the rain begins falling, amid a downpour at sunset, a shivering, limping Ned staggers home. The ten- <laughs> I'm not surprised he's limp. I thought he'd been up to. <laughs> the tennis court where his daughters were supposedly playing is in disrepair. His house is locked and deserted with several windows broken. He's anguished and repeatedly tries to open the door before slumping to the ground in the doorway. And that's the end. I mean, sorry if you wanted to watch the film. I really feel like we've... Ruined it a bit. ...done everything but, there. But in some ways, the fact that it has that harrowing end, because he's very fantastical. You know, you'll hear in the trailer, he says, I'm a very special human being. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, we'll end with the trail of this film, which is quite <laughs> an unusual way to end a podcast. But <laughs> there we are. So maybe have a little look at that. It does sound very interesting. We've not watched the film in its entirety yet. Maybe we should. Maybe we could do a, the David Eagle podcast watch along. It'd be lovely to hear your comments, by the way, not not necessarily on The Swimmer, but on anything that we talk about. Have you ever made love in a swimming pool? 
<laughs> Coming up, I have lots of gigs. It'll probably be next fortnight that we'll be back with our Christmas special, I would imagine. Oh. And then I think we'll have like a highlights podcast at the end of the year. If you want to donate to the podcast. So we can get a pool. Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> if you send us enough money, or you buy us a swimming pool, <laughs> listeners, if you all go together, then we promise we shall make love in that pool. <laughs> And we should podcast live <laughs> from the swimming pool. We don't want a hot tub or like a paddling pool or anything. We want a proper... It's got to be a swimming pool, yeah. ...full-sized Olympic swimming pool. Yes. Bought by the listeners. Exactly. Yeah. We rent a house. That would be quite impressive. Does... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a 100% guarantee, Ellie? Uh... Yeah, well, Bearing I don't in think mind, there'll be enough money. <laughs> but now we've pledged, now we've said on the podcast, if we do get someone who buys us a swimming pool. Yeah, full size Olympic fo- swimming pool. Oh, it's moving. No, it was all, The goalposts are moving. Oh, you want a yeah. football pitch as well? It's got to be Olympic. Would 25 Olympic metres not do? I've said Olympic. that to it before. Would 25 <laughs> metres not do? Surely. You're not a barnacle, David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> full sized Olympic swimming pool. I don't want like a. A weird Barbie swimming pool being sent to our house or a kid's inflatable paddling pool or something. I mean, 25 metres you'd have thought would be fine. A full Olympic. To be fair, our our garden wouldn't fit. So let's say it. Well, I don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, here you go. Although, the noisy sex quiz neighbours from last summer, they set up a a pool, didn't they, in their backyard? Oh, God, so maybe it's not as expensive (laughs) as we thought. Well, get it in time for Christmas and it might be a Christmas bonus special. Uh, I might record some stuff while I'm away. Yeah. Because I'm doing a gig every single day in yeah. December with the young'uns or stand-ups. So davideagle.co.uk, click on the gigs page. It'll be wonderful to see you at one of those and I might do some recordings on the way to the journey because it'd be nice to kind of do to and from journey things. And I don't think you've done your harrowing journey yet. No, I still haven't <laughs> talked talk about that. But we've talked about so many other harrowing journeys. Yeah. That, Talking of a harrowing journey, here is the trail for the swimmer. And with that, we will thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Cheers. And <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Well, I've got to be on my way. I'm swimming home. You're swimming home? I figured out there's a river of pools all the way to my house. Crazy idea. I think it's a brilliant idea. Well, what are you doing it for? Why do you want to do it? I think it's very original. I mean... I think it's an adventure. Come with me. I bet you never knew I had a big crush on you. You did? I was mad about you. Out of my head. Come with me. Ned, please don't. Please leave me alone. We made love together in this pool. And you loved it, remember? I lied. You loved it, Shirley. I didn't. You loved it. We could have swum around the world in those days. That was before we ever touched a drink or a cigarette. Or a girl. (laughs) Or a girl. That doesn't sap a man's strength. Or I'd be in a wheelchair today. I never heard anyone talk like you. Come with me. Be my love. (laughs) That I've heard before. Not for me. You're no different than any other guy. Oh, but I am. I'm a very special human being. There you were, smiling, saying hello. One hour before that, you'd been in bed with me. I put that smile on your face, you damned hypocrite. 